0: And welcome to Miss Flossy Boots, keeping it real for women in business. My name is Stacey Morgan, and joining me is published author Jane Hilsdon. Hi, Stace. Thank you for such a wonderful introduction. Congratulations, Jane. We had your book launch last night we did. when we're recording this, and mm. I am as proud as punch. Just Aww. so good to see the book finally actually physically there that I could hold and go, my
1: friend wrote our book. Do you know what has been the most thrilling part of this journey is for people like yourself to be so proud and supportive and enthusiastic? Um, you know, there's a, a few people that go, oh, that's a big, you know, it must be a big relief. Oh, that's a big tick. That's a big achievement. And for me I go yeah yeah it is because I know that there's a lot of hard work ahead but for me the the biggest joy has been having that support and that and just seeing you know if I put a post on social media the the comments of support and congratulations it's really humbling so Thank you and thank you to all the listeners because I know Miss Bossy Boots listeners have been very supportive and I really appreciate it. That's awesome. Tell us about, um, because
0: we're going to be talking about the book today, the book is called How to Do Marketing by Jane Hilston. Uh, You can get it on Amazon, you can get it on Booktopia, you can get it at Book Depository, wherever you get your books, Mm. get amongst it. Um, We're going to be talking today about the book because I'm very keen, Like, if you listen to Miss Bossy Boots, you'll know I've been teasing Jane about this book for Years, literally years, saying you're going to write. When are you going to write the book? Yep. Come on, Jane, write the How's book. How's the book going? How's, How's the, the book? book going? Come on, Jane. <laughs> um, so. I really want everyone else to kind of have an understanding as to what actually goes into the process of um, Mm. writing your own book because it's for some people it might be in the back of your mind that you have a book. Like there's a saying, you know, you've got a book inside you, you've got something to share, something that you want to put out there into the universe and into the actual world. Um, But you, for most people and myself included, the whole thing just seems completely daunting Mm. because it's not just about sitting down and writing a book. There Mm -hmm. are so many pieces to the puzzle. Much more. Where did it start for you in terms of you have an idea for a book? Here we go.
1: Yeah. And I must say where it started for me was about three years ago I did a program called Key Person of Influence, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is now called Dent. Um, And part of that, it was a – there was kind of five modules to that to that um, program, and one of them was about publishing a book. And it was all about kind of that the whole point of the program was to actually um, uh, help you to become a key person of influence within your industry so that you could then build a business mm-hmm. um off the back of that. So, as I said, one of them was about writing a book. So there was a whole module devoted to the process of writing a book. And it literally took you through step-by-step step how to do it. As part of the program, you actually did a 30-day writing challenge where you had to th- write 30,000 words in, in 30 days. A thousand words a day. A thousand words a day. Please. So that's where I – and I did that. I thought, okay, I'll give this a go. So as most listeners know, I'm, I'm up at four o'clock um, most mornings. Mm-hmm. So I devoted that month that I did this. Um, I devoted – that hour and a half that I get each morning to doing my thousand words, yep. and I would sit down and I would make sure I got a thousand words done in that hour and a half. And at the end of thirty days, I had thirty thousand words, and I went, "Okay, great. Now I know I can actually physically write enough words to write a book." The thirty thousand ro- words I just wrote are rubbish. I just wrote them because I knew I had to write them. They were they were insight. They were you know they were about marketing. Yeah, I was going to say they can't be all rubbish. It was brain dump. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't my book, you okay. know, it was It was not going to be my book. It was 30,000 words about marketing yep. and it was in some sort of a structure but it wasn't going to be my book. I was not connected to those words. Okay. So that planted the seed in my head. Um, one of the other modules of that program was um, building your profile. So, so the the program kind of all the modules obviously work together to make you this key person of influence. One of the other ones was building your profile, and we in that particular module we learnt about how to do exactly that: build your profile. So, how to build your profile on LinkedIn? Yep. How to get your profile out into the wider, um, you know, LinkedIn social media, into the wider media publishing world? Yep. Um. And um, how to become the go to person. How to become the industry thought leader, the go to yes. person, et cetera, et cetera. So that's where I started because I thought, well, I'm already blogging and I'm already on social media. And so let me try and amp that up a bit in preparation as I procrastinate and think about what it is that I would write about. Last night in my speech, um, rather than kind of talk about the book, I read an article that, that I've submitted to one of the media publications that i you know contribute to and it was about the imposter syndrome that I had to overcome to to write this book and and basically what I said was the actual art of writing a book of writing 60,000 words about marketing I mean I'm a marketer I write a lot I write a lot of blog blog articles that wasn't hard for me that that was actually quite joyous. I really enjoyed that that part. The hardest part for me was overcoming that imposter syndrome to actually convince myself that I was worthy enough to write the book.
0: Yeah. Interesting that you – I'm glad that you brought this up because you did say it last night at the book launch and, and you um, you read us the article that you wrote that, talks, that talked us through the process of writing the book and where your head was at. Yeah. And I listened to you talking, thinking to myself – What? What do you, what do you mean, Jane? Like, why, why, why did you have this fear of, you know, it not, you not being able to say what you wanted to say and not having the confidence to be able to put your thoughts and feelings out into the world? Because for myself and for, you know, so many of our listeners, we're like, but Jane, you, you know, all the things like you. You have all the knowledge. We listen to you all the time. Like, I go to you for advice. Of course you could do it. And I also felt a little bit bad because knowing how much I'd teased you in the last two years about the book, not knowing that you had this whole internal struggle going on about, you know, uh, do I have enough knowledge? Am am I worthy enough? Who wants to read my book? Who do do I think I am putting that out into the universe? I was like, oh.
1: (laughs) No, not at all. You (laughs) kept me accountable. Like, you're one of the reasons that I did write the book because I was procrastinating. Now a lot of this is reflections from hindsight. Mm. So at the time I wasn't aware that I was had had this imposter syndrome. All that kept going through my head was if I'm going to write this book, I have to make it count. It I don't want to just write the book for for the sake of writing a book. I want to write it and I want it to be valuable. I yeah. want it to make an impact. I want it to actually help people. Um But then in the same breath, I was thinking, but have you Googled marketing books on Amazon? Have you Googled small business books on Amazon? There are so many. And I thought, I'm not going into a space that is, you know, charted. There's so many books already out there. I need to... Be a good marketer and position this book, niche it. Yep. You know, position it in a way that makes it really relevant for my smallest viable market. Yep. So there was all these kind of touch points along Thank the you, way. Seth. Thank you, Seth. And <laughs> and Seth was instrumental in in me actually finally niching all yes. the way down. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, so there was this kind of that three years I was I was aware that I wanted to write a book, but I just didn't know how I was going to position it. I had to overcome, you know, that imposter syndrome. And how I did that was by just I, – I really turned up the volume on publishing blog content just to get an idea as to, well, what are people engaging with? Where are the pain points? What, what you know, what do small businesses really – and then when I read Seth Godin's book, This Is Marketing, and he – um. He really, I guess, hit home the message about getting your smallest viable market and not being afraid to just start small and mean something. Yeah. And that, after reading that book, I'd always had the inkling that I wanted to write for regional small businesses, but I was yep. too afraid. I thought, oh my God, I'm cutting my nose off to spite. Think of all those people in Sydney that could be reading my book and they yes. won't because they'll see yes. regional and when i read that book from seth i had the courage to go okay actually do you know what yes mean something and i'm going to i'm going to be that small and even still i get i get people saying to me oh really regional but why shouldn't you say you know a small bit just in case and I, and of course then you go self doubt self doubt like no i can i can pitch it in a few ways i've i've left it open enough that you know when i pitch pitch it to to fellow marketers, I pitch it based on how to really maximise a small budget. When I pitch it to regional small business or regional areas, I pitch it on regional.
0: But that's your, and that's your thing. And without knowing it, you've created that brand for yourself in the marketplace that that's who you work best with. Small regional businesses. That's what you win awards in. Yeah, that's that's right. You you couldn't see it. It was right in
1: front of you. I couldn't. But and that, now that, that reflection have. piece was so important. Like everything, when I was writing it, I was like, oh, I did this and then I did this mm-hmm. and this is why I did this and this. And I could see it all as clear as day. Yeah. But I couldn't when you were in it at the time. So in answer to your question, yes, like there's a lot of, um, you know, work that goes into actually writing the first edit of your book, the first proof of your book. But it's a, a lot more mental, you know, for me it was, you know, there's perhaps some people who who have every confidence in the world who just go, yeah, yeah, I've got a book, great. I'll, you know, get out there and write it. They, they, there's no problem. It's a matter of time or it's a matter of whatever. But I can guarantee you, you know, just as you say, Stace, we've all got the same amount of time in the day as Beyonce. Yep. It's making it a priority. Yep. So, you you know, you find the time, you find the money, you find the – you know, resources that you need to, to make that happen. Now, I'm fortunate because I can write. There might be some people out there who, you know, their strength is in IT or human resource management or, you know, um, building Lego, whatever it may be. Yeah. <laughs> and they might need some more help with their writing, but that's easy. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It doesn't mean you should not do it because you can't write because that's exactly what the publishers are there to do. Yep. And And the publisher, I've got to say, was fantastic because um, not only do they do the, they don't do just the like grammatical checks and that sort of stuff. They actually, unfortunately, they didn't have to do this much for me, but they do actually, they will restructure it. They will put it in order. They will they will actually come back to you and say, um, okay, we need more context here. We need a case study here. We need more examples here. So by the end of it, you go, okay, that's do you know what I mean? I've yeah. had a second set of eyes that have made this more palatable.
0: Yeah. Did you <laughs> get to a point where you'd seen it, you'd looked at it so many times and you'd read it and reread it and changed it and restructured it and reread it again that you it was just a blur? We, did you get to a point where you were like, Okay, this needs to be in front of somebody else.
1: Yeah. I can't look at this anymore.
0: Because um, I feel like that with a newsletter yeah. and that's like yeah. 500 words. Yeah, oh,
1: god. <laughs> and I feel like that with so many things. I thought I was really afraid of the edit process because yeah. I thought I'm not going to want to go and reread that whole thing. Yeah, by the I time just time want I get to ship to, it. Yeah, by the time I get to because at the I'm end over of it. writing it, I was like, "Oh god, just spend. get it out of my face. You know, I yeah. need to." And then when it came back, I was like, "Serious? I have to read it like from the whole thing, you know. Um <laughs> But surprisingly, and this gave me confidence, every time I read an edit of it, I actually went, do you know what, this is actually quite good. Like It was like a car crash, like I was peeking at it between fingers because I was like, what if I hate it? What if I, you know, self-criticise it and overthink it and want to rewrite the whole thing? But I would read it back and go, actually, this is really good. Actually, wow, did I write that? Wow, okay. And every time I would read it and reread it, that would happen so by the end of it I was like wow yeah by the fourth or fifth edit or whatever it was um and it's coming back with you know one or two changes by this stage I'm like oh hit the print button (laughs) this is done (laughs) I am ready to to ship (laughs) this what was really bizarre was up until that point so yes I'd sent it away to get testimonies and those sorts of things but they skim read it largely yeah um so Bernard Salt Emma Isaacs, Jane Kay from Bird's Nest, Jane Bowman from Marketing Magazine, Andrew Griffiths from um, Small Business, what's his um, podcast called? Um, Business Over Breakfast. I knew that. Um, but he's also written a tonne of, of books and he's also the um, founder of the Smallville mm-hmm. um, blog site for small business. So massive small business expert. So they all kind of skim read it and, and testi- testify for me probably as opposed. So until the book actually started selling two weeks ago, no one else had read it except for the publisher. No one else. Over the last two weeks. Kev didn't read it? No nobody else nobody else had read it and so the publisher had come back and said oh wow this is really good i'm a business owner i really like it but i thought yeah but you're also my publisher so you're probably going to say that so i'm confident to pay you the final invoice and you know get (laughs) it printed um but over the last two weeks people have bought it and read it you know all the pre-orders they got theirs like the day of and they've read it the launch last night and they were like have you read the book and i was like no i've just bought
0: like here's yeah. my handbag i just bought it and they're like oh you'll love this and, and you know page 74 and okay. i'm like what how did you read it before me
1: <laughs> i'm like and that's that's so been like oh gosh yes i forgot the people, people are actually at the going to read, read this yeah. yeah and you know some people coming up and saying i've highlighted and dogged and that's when i just went Yes, yes. Like That for me, because that's what you do. I to know books. when I am engaged yeah. with a book, I highlight, I dog ear, I write notes. Yeah, and the fact that some, you know, people were saying that, and they, I was like, about oh, your book, Jane. This is great. That's yes, so cool. Mm. But in an answer, or oh, this is a very long answer to your question, isn't it? Um, the other thing, and this is what I underestimated. So I'll share this: writing the book was a tenth. Of the job, like writing the words for it,
0: because then and it's sixty thousand words, and it's sixty thousand words. Yeah, and you did that over what
1: four months? I reckon.
0: Did you use any of the original content? The original thirty thousand words Uh,
1: that you had. I used concepts from it. Yeah, sometimes I would grab. It wasn't a copy paste job. No, I would grab chunks of it and then rework it. Mm -hmm. So the yeah, so the concept was there. Um. So yeah. So. There's – and I, it's really hard to put my finger on – there was a lot of editing and copying and reading, rereading. But even going out and getting the testimonials for the book, like I, I think I spent almost 20 hours crafting those letters to each of those people. Yeah. And there was more people I approached. I just got six hits. Yeah. <laughs> um, crafting those letters to them to make sure that they would actually write back. There was only one person that didn't get back to me. Um, That's good. Yeah, and I think I got his email ro- addressed wrong. <laughs> I don't know whether it was the right one or not. So that. So, but because I spent the time actually pitching, you know, you barely know me. However, <laughs> can you just have a quick glance over this sixty thousand words and uh, provide me with some positive <laughs> feedback? Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Love, Jane. <laughs> so you don't you don't really just kind of send it in those. You know, there has to be. You have to. Was that your it's um, like no one's read it the publisher's yeah, read it, you've
0: read it and then Emma Isaacs is going to read and it. And
1: then I'm sending it to Emma I'm sending it to yeah. Bernard Salt yeah. for goodness sake yeah. going can you and How did and, you come
0: up with that list? Sorry all these questions are just just yeah, no, like can you and shut good, up. Stop. Good
1: question. Um how I came up with that list dream dream list right? Dream list of people um but I was also very conscious of who's going to read this book. Mm. And who are people going to pay attention to? So because I knew stakes that no one knew me. So so part a whole of a lot of this process has been a lot of people publish a book because they are a person and people know them. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They are a person of interest, people know them. So Emma Isaacs, Bernard Salt, they publish a book and people buy it because it's Bernard Salt, it's yeah. Emma. It's not about the content necessarily, it's because they've written a book. Yeah. And um you know, they're keen for the content, but it's because the person's well known. I knew I wasn't well-known. So I was like, who can I get that's well-known that my business owner readers are going to respect enough to go, well, I don't know Jane, but if Bernard Salt's written the foreword, I'm assuming that it must be, you know, worth a grain of salt. So he yep. was my ma- my man, my man. I've got a lot of male clients and um, I thought, well, they'll know Bernard Salt. Yes. <laughs> so he'll... Emma Isaacs, you know, every, yeah. oh. most f- females in business know Emma Isaac. Jane Bowman was from the marketing world, so she was my marketing credibility. Yep. Jane Kay is like one of the biggest retailers in, you know, independent retailers in Australia and yep. bases her business out, so out of regional Australia. She's like the beacon. Yep. So she, do you know what I mean? so it was just getting that okay, who do my audience know and who can I kind of grab that they'll have some recognition with because there's going to be a lot of people that haven't heard of me yeah and that was that was how I did it but there's you know the, there's there's the consideration of how you're going to promote the book um what design will you have on the front cover uh, how you know getting it all set up for distribution okay do, I can't even. I can't even remember all the things that I did. All I know is I submitted it in February, and I think just about every week since then I've worked on it. Yeah, which I even though it's done Uh, February the, the whole word the words were done, but I've worked on it every week since. And I know now that I still have to work really hard to get that out there. Yep, unreal. There's so much
0: more to it than I ever thought. It's been an interesting journey watching you go through it. Because as much as it's on my bucket list that I'd like to write a book, I'd look at everything you've done and like, oh, okay, good. So you're going to have to hold my hand when it's my turn.
1: Well, I'll just do what you did to me. Turn up every fortnight. Where's the book? The book. How's the book going, Stace? <laughs> okay, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Careful what you wish for. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Well, you've given us kind of a big overview of of the entire process, but is there anything – what have you learned? Mm um the
1: biggest learning that you've got out of out of writing it yeah look i have learnt to i have emotionally i have become a lot more confident in what i do and to back myself good um and i've learnt to overcome that imposter syndrome to get stuff done um as part of the process, my gosh, this whole thing is a learning process. I have had absolutely no idea. My publisher was really good in terms of um, giving me a, a lot of information about the, the process. Hang on. Pause your answer. How did you know like- – did you choose a publisher? Did they choose you? No. As part, part of the self-published, you choose the publisher. Right. Um, and part of that KPI program I did, they had a huge list of publishers. Right. And I just shot out to a um, writer's group that I'm a member in uh, you know, on Facebook and said, these are the two I'm thinking of. Are, um, are there any yeah other recommendations and and the recommendations came back really strongly for the one that i used and Great. he's now gone into business with andrew griffiths um and they've started up a, a publishing business and i'll put i have to find the uh, details and put them in the show notes because i can't remember what their new business is called but um it's michael hanrahan publishing who i used and he was just so professional like Talk about a deadline. He just he worked to deadline. He did what he said he was gonna do. He took me through the process. It honestly, it was so easy yep. to to work with him. Yeah. So, so good. And right. so the learn, the whole thing is a learning process. Because as I you know, said to you, it was this is like a side hustle. It's it's a completely different the whole thing other business on its own. To yeah. what I do. This is not what I do and selling a book, that's retail. You mm. know, that's um, getting the book out outside of my or my established networks is not something I've had to do. Yeah. Um, pitching a book, pitching a story, getting testimonials, getting, you know, all of this stuff is so new. So it's all been a learning process. I feel like in 12 months or 24 months there'll be a book just about this whole process, process. because there's so much to learn and there's so much that I didn't know and okay. there's so much that I'm learning along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So another
0: book I can start saying. Jane, so how's the second book going? I know. So Is it now like I, I want to write a book all the time now. Is it like a baby when you have one and people are like, so when are you having another one? People are saying, when's the next book yeah, coming, Jane? Yeah, interesting.
1: Um, yeah, they are. What's your next book? Are uh, you going to write another book? Uh, and, you know, yeah. Um, Is this, yeah, is is this your new career, you know, or is this just like to support the, yeah, there's a lot of intrigue. But, yeah, no, not really. But but there has been a little bit. It's more me. I think it's me going, I could write a book about... Um, perimenopause, because there's not enough information about that. <laughs> I could write a book about writing a book. You know, I just, you like, yeah. oh, God, you know, let's fill the gaps of knowledge with
0: books, people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about it. Yeah. Um, I've just been travelling and when I travel I buy books because I'm in airports, yeah. I buy books, I go to new places and there's new like new bookstores, so it's not the same things you've seen 10 other times, yes. so I buy books. Like yes. uh, Books are my crack. Yeah. I just yes. Buy, I have so many books. Me too. Um, but the next one on my list is How to Do Marketing by Jane Woohoo. Hilston. So we're going to do an episode um, coming up shortly, depends on how long it takes me to read the book, um, <laughs> on our takeaways mm. from How to Do Marketing. Fantastic. I'm going to lead that discussion and then you can weigh in.
1: Yes, Great. And hopefully there'll be a few um, listeners who, who would who, who would like to submit some feedback as to what they got out of it. I would love to share. hear everyone's
0: takeaways and, yeah, and to feature those takeaways on the show. That would be great. DM us on Instagram if you want to get in touch. We would love to hear from you. We are at Miss Bossy Boots Podcast. Um I, you said before, Jane, that you aren't famous, that you aren't a, a person, you know, that you yeah. you are now because you're a, a published author, but I wanted to let you know that you are a little bit more famous than you thought you were because <laughs> I was at a conference in Atlantic City on the other side of the country um, and I was sitting at a table, just a random, you know, they, the conferences, they have these round tables and, mm. you know, people are already seated and you go up and you go, is anyone sitting here? Can I, you know? <laughs> and of course, I'm always up the front, so I'm like up to the front tables, like, hi, is anyone the spare seat? I'm going – I'm like groupie. I want to be right up in the action. Um, so I was sitting at a, at a random table and I was talking. Hi, how are you going? What's your day been like? What did you have for lunch? And a man from across the other side of the table said, oh, my goodness, I hear you in my bathroom all the time. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> So a big shout-out to Lance who listens to me in the bathroom whilst his wife, Chantelle has Miss Bossy Boots playing in the shower –
1: Good on you, Lance.
0: Yes, and he was like, "Oh gosh!" And then uh, Chantel came and joined us, and she was like, "Yeah, we listen to Miss Bossy Boots all the time." And How she's like on the other side of the world and recognised me from my voice. Isn't that
1: incredible?
0: Completely isn't bizarre. It? They said to say hello to Jane. They're like, "Oh, well, where's Jane? Oh, <laughs> she's not here because it's a dance teacher conference." <laughs> but
1: uh, they wanted next to say time. hi next time. Yep. Oh, isn't that gorgeous? Hi, Lance and Chantel. Yes. It's so good to know that. It's funny. There's a lot of people that. Listen to our podcast in the bath in the bathroom when yes. they're getting ready. What a great idea! Yeah, because it's a twenty-five minute. You know, that's that's while you do your makeup and all that. I was going to say people are not idea. in the shower
0: for twenty-five minutes, are they? Water restrictions, people. Yeah, um,
1: true. I did want to say.
0: um my shower podcast currently is called Before Breakfast. Do you listen to Before Breakfast? It's by Laura Vanderkam, who I go on about all the time because I love her. She's an amazing author. No. She's got a five-minute podcast. It's called Before Breakfast, and it's, it's one like kind of productivity hint oh. or tip to start your day Ooh. with, like just something, just something to spark some interest and spark right. discussion. Like this morning, it was how to best pack for a trip away, um, but she also does how to tackle your inbox or. Um, Oh, how to make sure you um, great. get, when you go on vacation, how to make sure you do work, but also get a lot of leisure time. How to plan your weekend.
1: Like, oh, it's so great. Oh, Before breakfast. Sounds right up my alley. How long does it
0: take? How, how long? It's like four to five minutes. Oh, four to five minutes. Yeah. Wow. So I put it on, jump in the shower. By the time I'm out and cleaning my teeth, it's done.
1: Wow. Like, okay. Cool. Ooh,
0: bite-sized bits of bite-sized helpful I love it. insight. I love it. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us for Miss Bossy Boots today. Congratulations again, Jane, published author. Everybody, Thank get you. your hands on How to Do Marketing by Jane Hillston. Where can people get it, Jane?
1: Um, people can get how to do marketing at my, on my website, how to do mark, uh, sorry, dragonflymarketing.com.au. Just look for the how to do marketing tab. Um, you can get it at Amazon, Booktopia, Book Depository, and it should be in bookstores this month. Woohoo. If you see it in a bookstore,
0: please take a photo and tag us.
1: Yes, please, please do. And if you read it that and be you so exciting. and you love it and you're and you're highlighting, tag us in that too. Yeah. Yes, we would so love to hear, especially Miss Bossy Boots listeners
0: listening yes. to the podcast and reading Jane's work all across the world. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a
1: great day. Thanks, Stacey. You too. Bye.
0: You've been listening to another Morgan Media production.